The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Disability Matters with your host, Joyce Bender. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now the host of Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender. And welcome to the show, everyone. I know we're all getting ready for Thanksgiving coming up. And let me tell you, I'm very thankful for the two people that are on our show today. They are two champions in the world of epilepsy. Uh, Lisa, who is the mother, a national board member, she is a champion, and her superstar TV media son, Evan, Lisa, and Evan Moss, welcome to the show. Thank you. Um, hey. Okay. Hey, Lisa, how about if we start with you? Can you share with our listeners a little bit how you first were introduced to the world of epilepsy? Sure. Um, so Evan basically has had seizures his whole life. And, and he's how old? How old is Evan? He was about a month old when he started having seizures. And how old is he now? We we started seeing these little twitches in his arm and leg and didn't really know what it was. And I remember being at his three-month visit and saying to the pediatrician, if I didn't know better, I would think he was having epilepsy. And uh, I mean, I I would think he was having seizures. And we were... Um, fortunate that our our doctor did know better, and she immediately started asking a whole bunch of detailed questions and said, you know, it actually sounded like it could be seizures, and then referred us to a neurologist right away. So then he began the process of getting an MRI and an EEG, and um, the MRI showed a, a lesion on his brain, and then a subsequent MRI showed three masses and it turned out he was diagnosed with having tuberous sclerosis, which is a genetic condition that causes tumors to grow in various organs, um, but especially the brain, heart, eyes, kidneys, lungs, and skin. And so that was our, that was our introduction to, to epilepsy. Okay. And, and today, Evan is eight years old, right? Yes. Now tell me, Lisa, a lot of people are listening to the show today and as a mother, how do you deal with that shock at the beginning? You know, um, it, it really was shocking at the beginning, and I think, um, I think for us, um, it, the, the seizures that he was having initially were, were small and they were short, so they weren't as, um, as frightening as they might have been if they were more dramatic, but they were constant. And I think that was the worry. Um, I, think, I think for a long time we were, you know, for about a year probably, we were sort of in denial as to how serious Evan's condition was and then, and then would later turn out to be. Um, and, then, um, and then we started to really realize what we were dealing with. And, um, um, you know, we had, I think, there was a time period where we had sort of been a little too complacent and just you know, kept trying these meds, trying these meds, and and and, that, and then after um, after going through that for a couple of years, we um, it wasn't working, and we started looking at second opinions, and really started advocating better for our son at that point. And what type of uh, epilepsy or seizures does he have? I should say. So when he was. When he was really small, he was having simple partial and some complex partial seizures. And, um, and he got to the point, actually, by the time he was four years old, he was having d- multiple daily seizures, um, upwards of 300 to 400 seizures a month, and, um, which was really, you know, ravaging his, his whole body. Um, he ended up having brain surgery. And amazingly, he left the hospital seizure-free. So we were just 
so happy and so blessed. And then things remained that way for about two years, and then he began having seizures again, which is what we're currently seeing. And the seizures he's having now are a little bit different, um, and um, he's having complex partial clusters. So he'll have a small complex partial seizure, and then he'll have a little break, and then he'll have another one, and then he'll have a little break. But this will go on for several minutes, and um, and we're always administering a rescue medication to, to stop them. They don't seem to um, resolve on their own at all. Um, so and, and now he's having about three to four seizures a month. So it's a okay. lot better than what, it was, but still too many. Yeah. You said they're complex partial seizures. So just for our listeners, can you explain what happens? Mm-hmm. So when Evan has a seizure, his um, it's, it's um, usually one side, one side of his body that's involved, and his body will sort of, sort of twitch and 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 tense up, and um, his his eyes will will move to that same side. He'll clench his teeth. He might make a small noise in the back of his throat, um, and he'll he'll just hold that position, and then it'll pause, and you think it's over, and then it happens again. Um, you know, there are so many different types of complex partial seizures mm-hmm. because when I changed my medication, I had one. And it was absolutely terrible, but it was different. It was that I had my head moving backwards. This is when I switched from Dilantin to Lamictal. Um, and, of course, my eyes were dilated, but it was also uh, terrible vomiting. But it was a repetitive move. Prior to that, I just had tonic seizures where I'd fall to the ground, be unconscious. I did not have the um, convulsion. But my point is there are so many different types of seizures. People are not educated enough to know what's going on. You know what I mean? I do. I do. Okay, Lisa. Well, Evan was having a lot of seizures, and he had surgery. Mm-hmm. And this moved to him having a seizure dog. Right. So how did that happen as far as what made the determination that you would need a seizure dog? So he, we basically, we had gotten to a point where we weren't having very much success with any medications stopping the seizures altogether. Um, and the scary thing about the seizures that Evan's having are, one, they last too long. We're having to administer rescue meds. We're often calling 911. And, you know, as, as lovely as the EMTs are, I really wish they weren't come, having to come to our house. Um, and so we, um, we were dealing with that, and they're always happening in his sleep. They sometimes happen at 2 o'clock in the morning, and we are... Um, just having a hard time. We're scared always that we're going to miss one. And so we have him sleep in our bed, and we sleep with one hand on him, both my husband and I, and we sleep very lightly um, so that anytime he's moving, hopefully we are also stirring. Um, and this is kind of a crazy way to live. Um, so we started really thinking about getting a seizure dog. We had we knew about them and never really thought that would be something we would do, uh, but it had gotten to the point where I think we really need another set of eyes. We need someone to help us see those seizures when they happen, um, some, and the dog will also provide you know greater independence. At some point, you know this arrangement isn't going to work for Evan anymore, and so we need to be ready for that when. When, when that day comes. Um, and so we, um, we started looking into it and um, made the decision that, that, that we, would, we would just take that plunge and, and, and welcome a new member to our family. So we haven't, we haven't met him or her yet. Um, we won't until July, and, um, but we're very excited. And the purpose of the seizure dog is to do what? So it's a few things. It's um, to respond to a seizure and let us know in some way that Evan is having a seizure. Um, the the bonus they they can't they don't specifically they don't guarantee that they can train for this, but some dogs can actually alert 
that a seizure is going to happen before it does. So our hope is that the dog will, will do that as well, but that is definitely a bonus if that happens. Um, it'll also provide balance for Evan if he's wobbly, you know, after a seizure or during medication changes. It'll um, disrupt, di- provide distraction during uncomfortable medical tests, and, um, and um, it'll disrupt any kind of um, behaviors that might be self-injurious. You can train the dog to um, disrupt those behaviors. And then also um, it'll be trained with a to, to tether, which means there would be a second lead on the dog that would attach to maybe Evan's belt loop so that in crowded situations, um, Evan wouldn't, we wouldn't lose track of him. He wouldn't walk off someplace else. So there's a right. lot of things that, um, that the dog will be trained to do. And, you know, there's probably some things we don't even know the dog is going to do for us yet. But um, um, that's what we're, what we're looking for. Well, I'll tell you what, that alone would be fantastic if you had any type of warning. I mean, that would be fantastic, plus just having that companion. Um, I think it's just a wonderful thing. Uh, the seizure dog, is it just specifically certain types of dogs? Uh, it, I think they look for um, certain behaviors um, and qualities for any type of service dog, and you know, the, what I see the most are uh, golden retrievers. I see a lot of golden retrievers, but there are, um, you know, there are labs, there are golden doodles and labradoodles. I've seen German shepherds, um, and then even smaller dogs. They've even, I've even seen trained um, little tiny dogs like um, papillons that are trained that wouldn't be get trained for the balance side of it, but for the seizure alerting and seizure um, responding. So um, it can be any dog as long as it has the right personality, I guess. Wow. That, well, that would be awesome. And we're going to talk more about this when we come back with Lisa, and we'll be talking to her son, Evan. Right now we're getting ready to go to break. This is National Epilepsy Month. That's what we're celebrating. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. Don't go away. We'll be right back with Lisa and Evan. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. How has your belief system been formed? Has it been based on others telling you what to believe? Do you desire to make changes in your life that you know will bring you deeper fulfillment? Tune in to The Ripple Effect with Katherine Cloward for your weekly dose of inspiration and encouragement. Whether it be in your business, personal relationships, or family life, this show will help you recognize and trust your intuitive knowing. Catherine and her guests will help inspire you to make fulfilling choices for your life. The Ripple Effect is heard live every Thursday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Variety. Hi, I'm Greg Grunberg from the TV show Heroes. One of my personal heroes is my son, who, like more than 3 million Americans, has epilepsy. When someone with epilepsy is having a seizure, their brain is temporarily producing more electricity than their body can handle. They can shake or stare or fall down. They can also even briefly lose consciousness. If you see someone having a seizure, please make sure they're comfortable and safe. And within a few minutes or less, the electrical overload will stop, and they will be okay. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org. Thank you. If you have a loved one that is undergoing treatment for substance abuse or mental illness, you owe it to them and yourself to tune in to One Hour at a Time with host Mary Woods. This compassionate and educational talk show will help you help those that you love by better understanding their condition and their personal recovery process. Tune in every Monday at 12 noon Pacific Time to One Hour at a Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Recovery begins this hour. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. 
If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joy Spender. And welcome back to the show. If you just joined us, we're talking to national board member Lisa Moss of the Epilepsy Foundation and her son Evan Moss. And Evan is eight years old. He's on the show with us. And Evan, you're like a TV celebrity and a magazine celebrity. So, Evan, here's what I want you to do. Would you tell our listeners on the air why you wrote that book? Um, I wrote the book for the Four Paws application. And after that, mm-hmm. the family decided to use it as a fundraiser to get the $13,000. So we have book signing, everything like that. That is awesome. So you all understand this about Evan. Uh, what's the name of the book, Evan? My Seizure Dog. My Seizure Dog. He wrote this book to raise money at the beginning to obtain a seizure dog. Is that right, Lisa? That's right. And because they're expensive, just so you know. And he wrote this book to get a seizure dog. In the meantime, this book really took off so much uh, through this fundraising that it can help other people. Now, am I right about that, Lisa? Yes. Yes. So, Evan, how did you like writing that book? How did I like writing the book? Yeah. It was pretty fun. Like, there are two really funny parts I I came up with that when I had no ideas, I did. My seizure dog will eat pizza with me. Well, I'll tell you what, you're not afraid to be in the media. That's for sure. Here you are on a radio show now. Also, it said my seizure dog will go to outer space with me. How about that? And you'll soon be getting that seizure dog. Hey, Lisa. Yeah. How about if you tell our listeners, maybe they don't get it, but I want you to explain to them the type of media response that Evan received as a result of this book. So uh, basically, what happened is after after Evan after Evan wrote the book, it was originally part of the um, application to the organization we're going with, and. Like Evan said, we got the idea that we could use it as a fundraiser. So we self-published it and then, um, you know, um, had a book signing at a coffee shop. And we had a um, donation jar as well for for Paws for Ability. And we did a press release and had a friend help us with that. And um, it, it it really inspired people, I guess. It really moved people that Evan was doing this. And so it started with um, we were we had we were picked up on um, the Huffington Post, which was promoted on AOL, and then uh, Washington Post wrote an article. He was on um, a local television station, um, and then the the book signing it just it just went crazy, and there were. Um, I, I think probably eight different media outlets that actually showed up at the book signing, and it just it just went from there. Um, and um, over 400 people showed. I'm sorry, over 600 people showed up for the book signing. We sold out of books. We ran out of books. He pre-sold them, and um, and had to have people come. People actually stood in line to still buy the books, even though. We had run out, and then we we brought those back to the the local coffee shop, um, grounded coffee shop in Alexandria. It's this little family-owned coffee shop that's great, and and we brought the books back, and people came and picked them back up, and um, and then from there he was on um, um, he was on the the early show, 
and um, he was also on In People magazine, and um, DC Spotlight named him as one of the ten most interesting people in DC. So it's been there's been a lot of um, publicity around one young boy. That is phenomenal. And this, uh, he wrote this book. You started in a little coffee shop, and then pretty soon you're on uh, national television. Right. Isn't that amazing? It is. It's surreal. <laughs> Boy, Evan, you really helped a lot of people. Did you ever think you'd help that many people, Evan? Actually, not that much. A teensy bit over. Like, a little bit over. Well, you really did. You helped so many people, and you still are helping people. And before I forget about that, Lisa, how do you buy this book? Um, it's actually available on Amazon. And um, uh, Evan has a, a blog called dog4evan.com, and it's dog number 4 evancom And there's also a link to buy the book on the blog, and, and we're updating anything dog-related and um, on that blog if anybody wanted to follow that. That's dog-related, is that what you said? Yeah, anything related to Evan's service dog is we're up putting updates on. So, And we'll put um, more information. Give, on give me that website training. again. It's dog4evan.com, and the four is a number. Yeah, dog4evan.com. Yep. Okay. Hey, everyone, <laughs> you can go there and you can purchase this book and help change another young person's life. Um, I mean, you must be so proud of Evan, Lisa, that he came up with this. I am. I am. I'm, I'm, I'm really proud of him. And, and um, you know, what, what Evan didn't say is that, um, you know, he, he mentioned that we needed to raise $13,000 to offset the cost, but um, what we ended up actually raising was $43,000. Wow. So Evan, in in with just just this book um, and the publicity raised from it, and more of more of that came from general donations and book sales. But from the publicity with this book, he raised forty three thousand dollars, helped seven children finish their fundraising for their own dogs with the same organization, and then also raised a lot of um awareness for epilepsy and tuberous sclerosis and service dogs. So it's been it there's a lot to be proud of in that. Now let me ask you, why does it take so long to get the dog? So there's a lot of training that goes goes that's involved first of all. Um it's um many, many, many months of training. Um the dogs go through, you know, basic obedience training and they go through like their their puppy training and their basic obedient training, and then they go through service dog training, and then after that, and this is assuming they are successful in all of these areas because the dogs have to be um, be you know well behaved and they have to be able to be in public settings and all of that. So if they pass all of these trainings, then they go into the training that's specific for. The individual, and so in Evan's case, that you know that he's going to be most he or she's going to be mostly trained for, for the um, the seizure activity, and um, um, and so that's that just takes a lot of time. And then on top of that, um, it it's a little bit longer for us because I have allergies to to dogs, so they're doing a um, a poodle mix for us, and so you know there's there's fewer of them. You know, we can't couldn't have any of the golden retrievers, so that that added a little bit of extra time for us. Yeah, because I was wondering, like Evan, now does he have to go be trained with this dog? Yes, actually, the whole family does. So, in July, all of us will be traveling to Xenia, Ohio, um, and we'll go to the facility at Four Paws for Ability, and we'll train with the trainers. And it's a ten day training. And um, and it's full days, ten full long days of training, and the, the dogs are all trained. They're ready to roll. It's the it's the humans that they need to get up to speed. So right, right. Um, so that's that that's where that'll happen. I know because um, employees of mine who are blind mm-hmm. that have a service dog, 
I, I always know from them the hardest training is for the human being, not the dog. I think that's true. No matter what. So that's going to be an exciting day. But right now we're going to get ready to go to break. Hey, if you just joined us, we have Lisa and Evan Moss. We are celebrating National Epilepsy Month, and we'll be right back. Don't go away. We'll be talking more about this seizure dog. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. News, opinion, your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787, 1-866-472-5787, voiceamerica.com. Frankly Speaking About Cancer is a program designed to empower survivors and their caregivers to deal with the social and emotional challenges of cancer. Drawing on resources from wellness communities throughout America and abroad, the show will invite physicians, researchers, nurses, social workers, patients, and caregivers to share their advice on how to live a better life with cancer. Join host Kim Tibaldo, President and CEO of the Wellness Community, Tuesday afternoons at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. In the spirit of Have Couch Will Travel, Dr. Carol Lieberman creates a haven of sanity in an increasingly insane world. Each day we are bombarded with news of events that have never crossed our wildest nightmares. Society is spiraling out of control and everyone is reeling from it. But now there's an answer. The best way to keep sane in this insane world is to tune in to Dr. Carol's Couch on Voice America. Dr. Carol, a certified media psychiatrist, will broadcast live from her Beverly Hills office every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific time. Call or log in and get help with whatever is sending you reeling whenever you need a soothing voice to calm and advise you. That's Dr. Carol's Couch every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific time here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. Hi, I'm Greg Grunberg from the TV show Heroes. One of my personal heroes is my son, who, like more than 3 million Americans, has epilepsy. When someone with epilepsy is having a seizure, their brain is temporarily producing more electricity than their body can handle. They can shake or stare or fall down. They can also even briefly lose consciousness. If you see someone having a seizure, please make sure they're comfortable and safe. And within a few minutes or less, the electrical overload will stop and they will be okay. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org. Thank you. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joy Spender. Hey, welcome back to the show. If you just joined us, what a great show. We're talking to Lisa Moss national board member of the Epilepsy Foundation and mother of the famous Evan Moss, eight years old, who wrote a book that became a sensation. He's been on national TV, People Magazine. He gets around, let me tell you. And he's with us today. So, Evan, I wanted to ask you, what does it mean to you to get a seizure dog? What does that mean? And tell us about your dog you'll be getting. Um, so, I'm, my, first, I'm gonna start out telling you about my dog. Okay. It will have to be a poodle because, well, Lisa, or mom, <laughs> has, I mean, is allergic to ordinary dogs. So we have to get a poodle. Mm, that makes sense. This is because she won't be allergic to the poodle. Yeah. Are you excited about getting this dog, Evan? I am, but it's not really like a real pet. Real pets are just like to play with. But this one... It's to help on its free time I can play with it, but it helps me 
alert mom and dad when I have a seizure. Evan, you are such a smart young boy. You know that? For eight years old, you're really smart because a lot of people don't know that when you have a service dog, as I said, many of my employees are blind. When you have a service dog on the harness, it frequently will say, please do not touch the dog or call the dog. He's working. And the only time you can pet the dog is when the harness is off, when he is not a working dog. But during that time, if you would see Evan with this dog, as he said, this dog is not a pet. It's a service dog to help him not have be warned about having a seizure. And, Evan, before we go any further, I see we have a caller on the line. Judy, are you there? And I've just been uh, listening to Evan, and I, uh, and I think he's doing such a wonderful job. Uh, I, I'm so excited about you know uh, the book that he was reading. As a matter of fact, if I had had uh, my um, iPad with me, I would have uh, bought it on my Kindle app on my iPad. But the drawings, did you do the drawings yourself, Evan? Yeah. You did a very, very good job. And I was listening to you about about saying that you were you were going to take your dog into space with you, <laughs> and I hope that you can do that someday. I might. You might. You never know. <laughs> yeah, but I was planning to be an explorer when I grew up. But uh-huh. I might. You might. You never know. You mean you explore in space or explore in in other parts of the world? Yeah, like exploring Niagara Falls. Uh huh. Well, yes. Be careful of your dog in Niagara Falls. Because I don't want yeah. the two of you to end up in the falls. You don't know this, but you know I'm the director of the Epilepsy Foundation in Pittsburgh. One of the best. In, yeah, I'm in Pittsburgh, and if you're ever in Pittsburgh, I would love to meet you. Uh, you look very nice, and, and I know people who are allergic to dogs, and, and they do uh, use poodles because poodles have hair. They don't have fur. So that's going to be, work very well for you. And the other thing that you are bringing to light that I have tried to talk about for many, many years is that you also have tuberous sclerosis. And many people with tuberous sclerosis also have seizures. And you know, I, I know that the Epilepsy Foundation really totally believes in helping all people with seizures. Even though we're just called the Epilepsy Foundation, we also help people who have tuberous sclerosis uh, and other conditions that uh, autism, uh, Sturge-Weber. There are many, many neurological conditions that seizures come with them. And you probably didn't even know we were there to help you in case you needed it. Did you, Mom? You are. Hey, Lisa, you yes, know Judy yes, Painter, I guess we right? Yes, did. And, and, um, and you're right. There's, um, there's a, a, lot of, um, a lot of help with the Epilepsy Foundation, um, the, especially the, I think the local affiliates really offer a lot of help um, to people with any condition that involves epilepsy, and, and it's great. It's great to, the work that they do, and thank you for everything that you're doing in Pittsburgh, too. That's great. Well, um, it's people like Evan and like you who make every day, you know, I personally love my job. I personally love coming to work every day and doing what I'm doing, and my staff really enjoys it too because it's not that we're angels out there helping people, that we're working with um, people like you and people like Evan who go that extra mile, who do the extra thing to make their life better, and that they don't let things like seizures get them down. And if they do, we're here to help them change that mindset because some people are afraid of people with seizures or you know, are afraid to see a seizure. Evan, what kind of seizures do you have? Um, I have epilepsy seizures. Uh-huh. Do you have them when you fall down and pass out, or do you sort of walk? Is that the kind um, you have? I just usually just stay there and stay straight. 
you just stare into space. He he actually he has them in his sleep, and right. so um, most of the time, most of the time, yeah. Which is not yes. Yeah, it's possible to have one during the day. I yeah. know. <laughs> and, and didn't you say, Lisa, that he has a complex partial seizures? Yes. All of his seizures are complex partial. As far as we know, yes. Right. Um, he just mentioned about having some during the day, so we we don't know really about those. But um, he has mentioned that before. And um, um, is he in school? Yes. Yes. So sometimes he, the teachers don't know that either. You know, right. they might think he's just staring off into space and not paying attention, and he may be having seizure activity. Right. I haven't seen him do that. Um, you know, and it could be he used to have, um, prior to surgery, he had a lot of um, simple partial seizures, and mm-hmm. some of them were subclinical. So, uh-huh. you know, it, it's uh, where the, it wasn't, you didn't see anything. So it could be that um, from what he's described to us before, it sounds similar to what he used to have. So, um, but we haven't, they haven't found, they haven't seen anything on EEG for that. So, so we, don't, we don't know. And sometimes they don't see them on EEGs. Right. They don't show up. Right. But uh, he sounds absolutely adorable, and the pictures of he and his sister, I was on your blog site, are are absolutely adorable. Oh, thank you. And so uh, this must be an exciting time for for you in your life. It is. It is. Yes, definitely. It's always... National uh, TV and People Magazine, Judy. I know, but I mean, taking a simple concept and having it grow this big is unbelievable. It's unbelievable, and to think that we can do this for, for other people because, Lisa, I'm not sure how. Do you have a monitor for for Evan, or do you sleep with him every night? We sleep with him. Okay, and hey, we have parents that I know that do that too. Mm-hmm. Judy. Yes, dear. Evan? Did you know once I get my dog and the family dog, there will probably be six people in a, in mom and dad's bed? <laughs> <laughs> you think they're all going to be in our bed? Oh, no. <laughs> Guess what, Evan? There will really be any room, but it will be fun. <laughs> have, have you named your dog yet? Oh, um, the trainer names the dog. Okay, okay. All right, so, well, you like, maybe uh, when you get the dog, you might be able to sleep with the, you, just you and the dog for a while. Maybe after your mom and dad will let you go a little while later. Probably in the beginning, you're going to have a room, a bed full, you're going to have to get a bigger bed. <laughs> I think you're right. <laughs> Yeah, if the dog's going to be, like, as big as a table, yeah, then probably I will. That's true, <laughs> but then when you start exploring, you know, uh, you're going to have to find a, a place for you and your dog to sleep together, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is your dog going to be able to go to school with you? Yeah. That'll be interesting. You'll be that... Um, it will be. It will be. It will be. We have. We uh, we have to work that out still, but um, um, it should be should be interesting. Yes, and there are people that will be you know, from Epilepsy Foundations. I know that uh, that are able to go into the schools and and talk to. Uh, um, uh, Judy. Yes, sweetheart. <laughs> Sorry. No, I love I it. Ha- I have a question for you. Okay. I hope I can answer it. I don't know if I'm as smart as you, but go ahead. If. if- I go to the sleepover. Will my dog come too? Yes. Good. Absolutely. <laughs> Everybody will have fun. I'll tell you what, Judy, we need to get him as a speaker. I think I'm thinking of a, a good venue for that. Because he is, Evan, you are absolutely just adorable in all ways. You Evan, know that? Evan, how would and you like to come smart, to Pittsburgh And you're sometime? smart at the same time. Right. I think I think Evan should come to our walk yes. in D.C., and I think maybe Evan. I don't know if you can stay up this late, Evan, because I have a big party in Pittsburgh. 
But you know, if it were possible, I would love to, for you to be able to come in and talk. About yeah, what you we, I'd love to have him talk to families, too. You know of what course. I mean? I would love to have that. Um, yes, and, and I think that it, I, I think it's wonderful that that you know you were in People magazine and and you were voted for it as a hero uh, because you certainly deserve it, Evan. Um, but I want you to keep up this good work, and, and I don't ever want you to forget you know that you one little boy made a huge difference in the lives of many many people, and you have fun with your dog, okay? And you will love him. He'll he'll be your best buddy. Okay. You know what they say. A man's best friend is his dog. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what they say. Well, hey, Judy, thank you for calling in. Well, thank you so much, Joyce. I have enjoyed it. And Evan and, and Mom, you have to come to Pittsburgh sometime. We'll talk about this, okay? That would be great. Thank you, Judy. Okay, you take care. You too. Bye-bye. Lisa, I'm telling you this that Evan is just the star of this show. <laughs> he is the star. Yes. And, and you know, um, I, I just love him because of what he's done to help other people. I mean, this helps so many people that don't know anything about this or they cannot afford a seizure dog. And with that, I want to tell everyone, if you want to make a donation, and you should, it's Thanksgiving, you should be thankful and give back. Because you can go to this website, and there's a place on there you can make a donation. And do you want to tell them that again, Lisa? Yes, it's um, dog4evan.com, dog4evan.com. And there is a, a button off to the right where you can click donate. And it donates to Evan's page, but because Evan has met his goal, that any of those donations will be directed to other children who are fundraising for similar service dogs. Okay, that's dog4evan.com. Dog number four, evan.com. Go make a donation because, once again, you'll be helping other children that can't do this on their own. And if you go to Amazon, you can buy Seizure Dog by Evan Moss, and you'll see how he's going to the moon. This book is so great. It's um, great for you to give to other people also. So make sure you check that wait. out. But right now, we're getting ready to go to break. Before we come back and close the show, you've been listening to Evan Moss, eight years old, who's already made a difference in this world, and his mother, Lisa Moss, who is on the national board of the Epilepsy Foundation. This is Joyce Bender, a woman living with epilepsy, at voiceamerica.com. We'll be right back. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Hi, I'm Greg Grunberg from the TV show Heroes. One of my personal heroes is my son, who, like more than 3 million Americans, has epilepsy. When someone with epilepsy is having a seizure, their brain is temporarily producing more electricity than their body can handle. They can shake or stare or fall down. They can also even briefly lose consciousness. If you see someone having a seizure, please make sure they're comfortable and safe. And within a few minutes or less, the electrical overload will stop and they will be okay. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org. Thank you. With today's outside pressures and current realities, many of us are feeling a loss of control and freedom concerning our lives, business, and where we stand in society. But that can change. Tune in to The Power of the Human Connection with Chris Schultenover. Through the art of storytelling in authentic human terms, we lead you to true and honest realizations and collaborations to better your life and the lives of others. The Power of the Human Connection is heard live Thursdays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. 
If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joy Spender. Hey, welcome back. We have been celebrating National Epilepsy Month, and we have had Lisa Moss, who is a National Board Director, and her son, 8-year-old Evan Moss, who is an author and a young man giving back. And, Evan, do you want to give them the correct name of your book? My Seizure Dog. My Seizure Dog, not The Seizure Dog. My Seizure Dog. Once again, AOL, My Seizure Dog, Amazon, My Seizure Dog. You can go out and get that book, and it is a terrific gift for you to give another family with a child living with seizures. Now, Evan, I want to ask you a question. You are now a national celebrity in the world of epilepsy and seizures, and I wanted to ask you, what what do you hope you can do to help more children living with seizures? Um, so... Um, so... Okay. What did you say? I forgot. What do you want to do to help more children that have seizures? What do you want to do to help them even more? Um, well, Mom? Yes? We could send a bunch of donations. We could do that. Should we keep trying to raise more money? For them. That sounds good. What a heart of gold. Did you hear his answer? We could keep raising more money for other people, and that is why Evan Moss is my hero. He is a hero, a child giving back. What more beautiful thing could we have as we celebrate Thanksgiving this year? Lisa, the last two questions, I have asked everyone that has ever been on the show. And I'm going to start with you, Lisa, and then Evan. So, Lisa, you have accomplished so much in your life already, but what would you consider your greatest accomplishment? Um, I would say that my my greatest accomplishment is um, something that really came as a direct result of having Evan as my son, and, and it's... Um, um, both being an advocate for people who have epilepsy and also having created SeizureTracker.com as an online um, seizure diary tool to help with communication with, between the uh, patient and the doctor and to give empowerment to just being able to really track that information in a way that's... Um, um, easy to do and gives really uh, a, a report that's really concise. And I think having been able to give that back to the community that gave us so much is one of my greatest accomplishments. And I would have, my husband and I would have never done that had we not had a son with epilepsy. You know what? Just so everyone understands that, can you go over that again? What SeizureTracker.com is and why you and your husband created that. Sure. Um, it's basically it's a it's a website and it's a free tool for anybody with epilepsy, and you can keep track of your seizures and medications, and then click a button to create a report that graphs all of that information in a really easy to read way, and and really gives empowerment um, to the individual and streamlines those communications with the doctor. So instead of taking so much time to talk about what's gone on um, in, since the last appointment, everything is really concise and clear on a one sheet that you can hand the doctor and streamline that appointment and move on to what you really need to talk about, which is how are we going to make things better. And so um, that's, that's it in a nutshell. And um, it's um, um, uh, a free resource to anybody with epilepsy, anybody with seizures. And that is SeizureTracker.com. Correct. 
SeizureTracker.com. Well, no wonder that Evan gives back. I wonder he got that from. <laughs> That's a wonderful thing that you and your husband did, Lisa. But I didn't get to ask Evan yet. Evan, what would you consider your greatest accomplishment? Well, I'd say my book signing. Yeah, I'd say that was a big one. Yeah, my first book signing. Yeah, right. Jeez, there were a lot of people in line. There were like a thousand or so for me. And I got to do some of my favorite things there. Oh, yeah? Like what? Like my best friends showed up there. Wow. And I got to eat while I signed a hold of books. Is that right? That is yeah. good. Well, I, I think that's your greatest accomplishment, too. I, I think what you did at the age of and eight years old. Well, actually, you well, were seven, right, Lisa? Was he seven when he, he wrote seven this? seven when he did it, yes. I think that for a seven-year-old to write this book and do what you've done is just phenomenal. You, you get an A+. Plus. You get a star. You did a great thing. Evan, and don't ever forget, you made a difference in many lives. So that is so great what you did. Joyce? I'm here. Um, so Pokemon is my favorite thing. Pokemon? Yeah, and so I got a whole bunch of cards after the book signing. Oh, I bet you did. Yeah. Well, you deserve them. You deserve thousands of them for because of what you did. That is great. Yeah, I'm glad you like that. Now, let me ask you a question there, uh, Evan. Yeah? If you had to leave one message with our listeners today, what would it be? Just because someone has seizures, they still can do anything they want. Did you all hear that? Just because someone has seizures, that doesn't mean they can't do anything they want. And isn't that the truth? Because look at Evan Moss. He wanted the dog. He's getting the dog because he found a way. He found a way to make it happen. Lisa, I have so much enjoyed having both of you on the show. I first want to thank you, Lisa, for everything you're doing for people throughout the United States living with epilepsy. Thank, thank you, you so much. Thank you for having us. It was, it was a lot of fun being here, and, and thanks for everything you're doing for people with epilepsy and, um, and disabilities. That's great. That's no, I love everything I'm doing. Couldn't do all this though without wonderful people like you, Lisa. And Evan. You are my hero. Thank you so much for being on the show today. You're welcome. No, oh, well, you were just awesome. You all better go to that website. You all better check it out because you can make a difference. Dog for Evan. Four, number four. Number four, dogforevan.com. And with that, we're going to get ready to close the show now. If you want to, make sure you tell everyone else about this show because it is archived on voiceamerica.com and benderconsult.com. Thank you for joining us. This is Joyce Bender celebrating National Epilepsy Month at voiceamerica.com. See you next week. Voice America would like to thank you for tuning in. Please join us next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time for another installment of Disability Matters right here on the Internet Leader and Talk Radio, Voice America.